Well, welcome back to another episode of the Miles Driven with me, Miles. Guten Tag. Guten Tag? Mm. So German this time. Yep. Is that hello? No idea. I thought that was good morning. It's a generic greeting in German. Okay, fine. <laughs> so we've got myself and Sam doing general greetings from parts of the world this <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Um, That's a sort of ambiguous sort of attitude just, that i like to bring yeah, to the podcast that's, that's, that's <laughs> sam's usual sort of thoroughfare re- research. Yeah. <laughs> today sam i am going to give you a very short quiz uh i did wonder why i had been told absolutely nothing yes you took advantage of the fact that it's very hot yes i'm quite wearisome yeah and you thought well he's not asked any questions so i'm just going to go with this and yep. see what happens exactly that so we'll start a off very with... short quiz it is a short one because i i i had the idea for it and then i thought actually um a, we could end up going off into the never-never with it and people will start to go... Because it's terms. It's could car. or will. No, no. It's car terms, and I want you to translate for me American car terms into British car terms. Oh, do you know what? Usually I like to take the mick, but I think that could actually... It, it sounds like it could have the potential to maybe possibly be ever so slightly interesting. Yeah, especially because... To me. I'm yeah. sure the listeners love it. But. Well, they can play along as well. But obviously, we'll, I mean, instead of me giving you all of them and then you give me all the answers, we'll do it one by one. Yes. And we'll, as I say, play so along like, like my quiz. Yes. Last time. <laughs> uh, what I would say, Sam, though, is if you give people a, a short pause so they can have a quick thing, because if you just jump in with an answer, it doesn't give them a chance to... Right. Just as a... Okay. Uh, I should a, consider a your request. Yeah. Oh, and uh, what is only, uh, the only reason I say it, by the way, is because the YouTube channel is getting ever popular. Ever popular, ever popular, and just just going off. Uh, I believe the I believe it's growing exponentially. It, it really is. I'm I'm very happy, uh, despite it taking up a lot of time and effort to get it sort of the wheels in motion. Well, I haven't received any checks yet. No, just surprisingly, when you don't do much work or, or any work. Well, yeah, but without me, you are nothing. Yes. I mean, I'm not on the YouTube channel, but without me, not you yet, are nothing. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's quite frustrating because uh, I can tell listeners this because by the time it comes out, they would have seen it if they'd been on YouTube that we recently did a buyer's guide for the Golf GTI Mark V and Mark VI. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know it well. Yeah, well, you do because you spent a load of time underneath my Mark V Golf GTI. Yeah. So you could. I meant I know the video well. Oh, right. Having obviously watched it, edited it. You were supposed to be the one doing the voiceover for it Mm -hmm. and had we had booked Sam into the studio. Yeah, yeah. Booked him in, got him a time slot and everything for him to go and do it, and uh, he was then busy because it was hot. Was that? No, yeah. I asked you if we could rearrange. You did. You and to be fair to you. And to be fair, I did say I will drag my carcass over if needs be. (laughs) And I decided at that point that it probably wouldn't be the audio quality we were looking for. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another buyer's guide for me. What is this load of truck? But you know, frustratingly, I wanted to get a picture of both of us on the front, uh, thumbnail. Yes. Which yeah, I, I remember having the photo shoot. Yes. And uh, so I'd done the same. And it's just that with a I thumbnail. I was so much better looking. Um, Your picture quality was terrible. No. no it looked it, like a dressed up turd. We can go with the first one, mate. That it just You right. were so stunning. But <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to put that out there. <laughs> we'll do that. It was just that with it, within any, any thumbnail, when you're designing it, you, you've only got so much space. Right, and it gets a bit too busy at some point because I, I want to do one where there's two cars so that we can both be on either side. Because if we're both, you have to do this uh, YouTube sort of pointing, and that gets right. You, okay, gets you more views for whatever reason. People see people and so like basically it. the YouTube audience, yeah, of the world, yeah, are on YouTube 
looking for thumbnails of people pointing at things. Genuinely, I think the jump between having someone on a thumbnail and not on a thumbnail is somewhere in the region of 50%. But is it just having someone on a thumbnail so I could be there, or do I have to be pointing at things? No, yeah, pointing is the extra. Like, there's, there's levels to this. Oh, okay. People do this as, like, a science, which you can understand because To some be people... fair, if I'm thinking of, like, YouTube thumbnails, if there was someone, like, I was going to say gaily. Well, people will take gaily as the way I mean it. Yeah, as yeah. in happy. Gaily pointing at a car above them. Mm-hmm. I'd probably more likely watch it than if there was just a picture of a car. Yeah, exactly. That's I what guess. people do. So I've been, I will, after we've done our podcast now, I'll show you the, the thumbnail design that we've got. And, and I shall tear it to shreds. Yes, but depending, people, because it would have obviously already been out by the time this podcast comes out, depending on what Sam thinks, you'll know what he thinks because it'll either have us on it or it won't. Ah, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah very good. So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, it's just a bit of uh, feedback we got was that when we do the quizzes, mm-hmm. could we give people just a little bit of time okay. or, or structure it in one way or other, which when you did it, as I say, was to sort of get the answers and then write them down and stuff. But we have a lot yeah. of people listening who are in the car okay. or whatever else, so they can't or they shouldn't be writing So we down. need to give them a minute so they can pick up their phone and <laughs> write, da- write down <laughs> yes. there. <laughs> the so question. The, so the yeah the quiz so the quiz is uh, American car part names back okay. into British trunk boot. So there's a few Hood. of these. Right. Okay. Bonnet. So you've ruined a couple of them already. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so the first one is trunk, Sam. So this is why this is why you should uh, tell people about things that you can yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we'll go with trunk because you uh, already said. So what would that be in British? Pause. Well, no, I think boot. I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, fender. I know that I know it. Do you? Yeah. You sure? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Well, I'd say we should keep an eye on how many, what percentage you get, because I know you are very keen. Okay, from one for one at the moment. Yeah, one for one at the moment. Go on. What's your bumper or front bumper? It's front wing. What's well, front bumper? Same thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Front wing is different. Mm, is it really? It's a different body panel entirely. Mm, yeah, but I'm not sure the Americans would. They would. Say they those. would call a front bumper a bumper. As a, a bumper to bumper. It's a fender bender. A fender bender is when it's been hit from the side on the ah. fender. Damn. Right, so one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> There's some Americans listening right now, thinking, uh, "I'm not sure what these guys are talking about." <laughs> Muffler. So give people a second. Okay. Do you know what it is? I think so. Because it does. Uh, when I um, worked in car parts for a while, you do sometimes see it, and because it's, they're they're using the literal term of what the part does. Yeah. Uh, whereas we we refer to it like, I'll tell people what we refer to it as there's a name for it which you can use but there's well, I don't know if I would be able to use it but. okay what do you think it is part of the exhaust system so it is yeah. it's the so exhaust the exhaust okay yeah. I was going to say like a silencer for the exhaust it's a but. general term that people so the, actually the muffler is specific up to 66.6% now there we go <laughs> keep your way work. when when you get like 4 out of 5 or like yeah that's s- when I'll start struggling that's when yeah. percentages <laughs> well that would actually be 80% wouldn't it but yeah when, once we get to a I've got of, the point yeah um the that's we would refer to it as a silencer mm-hmm. so it's doing the same thing it silences sound or it muffles sound yeah but specifically it would be the rear of the exhaust system but m- like most people just call it an exhaust they don't say the middle section yeah. the rear box things like that so yeah muffler would generally be referring to the, the exhaust system oh i've written etc here why have i done that what's one i don't know what etc means no. in american no. slang hood bonnet we didn't give people much chance there, did you? Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought, <laughs> yeah, my bad. But the, you got it right. What are you up to now, then, Sam? Three out of four. Seventy-five percent. Very good. And this is a, there's a second game going on here now. <laughs> yeah, I have to get my phone out in a second. The, 
where the next few, and the reason this is a short game is because I, I th- don't know any American words. No. <laughs> I think sometimes what happens is, you know, America is obviously a giant country with all the, the different states, different, la- well, different versions of, I don't say different versions, but different use of English throughout them. Yeah. So I think some people might use um, some more traditional terminology, whereas other people have sort of won't. So I didn't want to get too much into it where some Americans listening will go, I've never referred to it as that. But I had to find a few more examples. So I don't think you'll get this one. Okay. And and to be honest, and I'll just be honest, I, I think I wouldn't have got it either. I've right. heard of it. Once I knew the answer... Do you know what? The, the carrot has been well and truly yes. dangled there, the, isn't the it? The only thing I'm thinking is you work with machinery. Right. And so you may have actually seen this term. Mm-hmm. So accumulator. Ooh. So he's giving you a lot of well, silence if we, were, if we weren't on the podcast, I could use some logic and try and work it yes, out. But I'm under a time pressure yes, to you answer. Are. But you've got, you got a few seconds to try and think of what it could be. The, the main thing for me was that Again, like muffler, muffles sound. Mm. So then when I thought, well, we would probably call it The odometer. No, it's not a bad guess. Mm. Do you want to give it a fuel? It's not. Okay, then I'm out. That's no, what I was going to go It's the with. battery. Ah, oh, yeah. It's, it's accumulating been... charge, isn't it? That's I annoying. So it, I was going with the mileage. Yeah, <laughs> it's, which isn't bad. I mean, I say I wouldn't. I don't think I'd have got it. I think it, maybe if I'd had like 10 it's guesses. It's a stupid, stupid word. I don't know that many Americans use that. But, I would think, yeah, they probably think, look at that and go, the stupid word. Yeah, maybe maybe on old American like classics, maybe that was more commonly used. Yeah, so it's sort of possibly hung around. But next one, damper. Yeah, see, it's an uh, interesting one. Because... I know what it is on a boat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we uh, sometimes interchange this term. Suspension. Not yet. So you're in the right area, but I'm gonna yeah. uh, I'm gonna need the actual part rather than just springs. But... Oh, you were so close, Sam. What is it? The shock of the oil. So close. Um, yeah, that's annoying. Oil pan. Right. Which we use the term oil pan, but apparently... It means... We British or? people use a different term. Yeah. Even, Sump. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> uh, what's my next one? Ah, headers. And volleys. So, so, yeah, Sam's thinking of football now. <laughs> Um, now I, I know this term and when if you haven't quite got it and if you're listening along once you know it you'll go oh okay that kind of makes sense but it's not it doesn't really unless you know what part of the car it's fitted to or where it is in the car it doesn't really make sense until you know that bit well, I have an answer but I'm going to sort of go down the category yeah I'll give you see a if couple. I'm going the right way yeah interior no okay I'll give you a couple of guesses exterior uh, Obviously, oh well, it's it's not part of the interior. Yeah, front. Yeah, it's a, it's a mechanical item. I'll tell you that. Lights. No. Okay. One one last. Oh, um, oh. like the top of the engine. He's very close, but what is but, it specifically? Um, I can't think what it's called. So like the pl- the bit that I'd have on the Astro would be like the plastic bit that goes over the top. Ah, oh, okay. You're thinking of um. The top of the, sorry, not you're that. thinking of the head gasket. The bit underneath, yeah, the top of the engine. Sorry, not the head gasket, the, no. the actual head. Uh, so your your thinking process is bang on, yeah, but it's not the part name. Oh, okay, but you know what, you're really close. So it's the manifold. Oh, okay. So the reason it's a header is because it's the head of the exhaust system, right? And okay. it is obviously up there. So where you were actually thinking is exactly the right area. Well, as we know, 
if you drive a Mitsubishi Eclipse too fast, yes. there can be a danger to the manifold. Yeah. And, and then again, the bottom of the car will just randomly pop off. And again, anyone who watched the first Fast and Furious <laughs> film will know it didn't say danger to header, it said danger to manifold. So <laughs> the, this is why I, I, I wanted the game as a little bit of a starter, but I did realise that some of the stuff is a and bit didn't, odd. And didn't the it? bit that full, fell down, the <laughs> front of the panel fell down, didn't it? Yeah. So that would have actually caught in the road and ripped off straight away. It wouldn't have just sat there sparking for a while. What was hilarious is what fell what fell off the car was like was, an inspection hatch yeah and uh, well a whole, well for a start it shouldn't it sh- there shouldn't be a square section in the footwell that can just fall out do you not think but what's well, so it it's the um this the um yeah go on evacuation hatch yeah to get into the road yeah because <laughs> there's a really big gap but why that would break suddenly when there's a danger to the manifold I yeah and then when you stop yeah after this yeah, horrendous yeah. accident yeah the engine will be on fire yeah yeah obviously because that bit of metal falling out will cause the engine that will cause <laughs> to be steaming. Just, just a, a huge inferno <laughs> everywhere. We're not saying that the Fast and Furious films aren't true to life or factual. No. Especially well, when there are cars floating in space in the yeah, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hey, they got us because uh, we both like the film. So. Oh, just a, a side note, Sam. Uh, I'm going to be changing tyres on the Seat. Okay. Going from set of continental uh, the only reason i'm saying this is for anyone who's listening because i couldn't find anyone that had had both of these so michelin pilot sport four tires or 4s if you've got 19 inch and above they're very popular uh, but the latest continental premium contact seven tires in testing have done better than michelin are now going to come out with a pilot sport five well, that's good for all the track days you do in the set yes so. exactly but uh, what what was just interesting is we've got the um, Continental Premium Contact 6 on the car. Mm-hmm. I felt the tread of them, and we've known they're going to be need changing, but they've now reached the point where you probably can do another couple of thousand miles, maybe a thousand but miles. But if it rains, you wouldn't want to be driving. No, exactly. <laughs> um, so I said to my partner, I said, let's let's get them changed. And the Michelin Pilots Sports were on offer. The local. That's what you tried to get me to put on my Astra. Yes, I know. Because <laughs> they were on offer. Yeah. <laughs> but so we're going to be switching over and I actually felt a bit bad because the Continentals have, have been great. Those, If anyone out there is thinking of changing tyres and they're a bit between the two, I can say the Premium Contact 6s that have been on that car have been, for a start, they lasted for just over 30,000 miles, which is impressive. Yeah. Secondly, they, they've been great. The whole time we've had the car, they've just performed in all different types of conditions. And I've, I don't think I've ever touched wood. Had that car in a position where I've thought, uh, the tyres are just starting to, to lose some of that. Like they, They've always performed. The main reason we're switching is just speaking to my wife and she said, yeah, she'd quite like to try the Michelins. And okay. that, that's it. It's one of those sole changes. So I'll, I'll update in maybe a month or so and tell you what it's been like change with the new Welcome set of tyres. Welcome back to the driven where the Seat is on its roof. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Great Michelin tires are <laughs> not being recommended. <laughs> so a uh, bit of car news, Sam. Oh, was that in the quiz? That was the end of the quiz. I mean, you don't really quiz. announce your the end of your quizzes, do you? Oh, sorry, no. You're not a very good quiz master. No, I feel well, like I should definitely be doing the quiz. You're you're the quiz master. I had a definitely. jingle. I did an advert. I know you you had a lot. I, I assume really we've had tons of feedback on the advert. It's not been released yet, has it? Uh, came out as we're recording. It would have come out yesterday or a few Saturdays? days ago. No. Oh, okay. No, we were we were very tight because of. Our audio well, I hope failure. it came out yesterday because I did a I did a post on the Facebook yesterday saying that yeah. the new podcast was now. Oh yeah, but it was that episode is okay. what I'm saying rather than the other because we filmed two 
I was surprised you haven't been inundated with compliments on my I might, I might have done. I just haven't seen them yet. Oh, okay. Well, just assume that you have. Yeah, just we'll just assume now that um, yeah, there's people rolling around laughing. Oh, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't well, be as surprised. the youth would say, ruffle. Right. First thing I'm going to bring up, Sam. Okay. Is, is, I've got something as well. Have you? Yeah. Do you want to do yours first? Or do you want me to uh, I'm going to I, do two pieces. So okay, do you want to... well, I'll, do, I'll, I'll uh, sandwich myself between your news. Okay. The first bit is great news. Oh, great. So something rubbish then. No, no. Either the MGB is being rebuilt <laughs> and delivered to miles only. Yes. Or... No, I can't think of anything else. No, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? That Sportster, they are actually now taking it to the next state. They've released some renders. Ooh. So first it was a concept car, and that's when I talked about it on the podcast. Now it's had renders. I did an article for it in my other job. And that is looking more and more likely that that will come out. But from the renders I've seen, I'm not seeing too much MGB. I'm seeing some MGTF. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? But then it's a render. And a render's, you know, just their sketches up to this point. So, it, you know, we'll, we'll still wait to see. Now, the exciting news, or the jolliest bit of news that I have, Dodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, if you're in the UK, it probably yeah. doesn't apply. But I, mean, I, I lost interest. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's not. Yeah, it's Dodge. Yeah, it's Dodge. Oh, um, Didge, as you Dodge, just yeah. said. <laughs> Dodge have decided that um, you know how the whole world's going eco mad, and we've got to fit batteries to everything. And okay, you know. so they're releasing a 28 liter. Do you know what you said? 400 engine. <laughs> Do you know what it's how you're on the right path? They've gone. Well, we've got the Challenger, which, yeah. as we know, done in a Hellcat with 707 horsepower. Then they did as a red eye. Uh, sorry, they did as a demon with 800 horsepower, mm-hmm. but you had to fit a load. Well, Richard Hammond had it on the Grand Tour. He yes. showed all these bits you've got to fit yeah. to it in different fuel. Then they did a red eye. So they've been hovering around this seven to 800 horsepower mark with this massive old school muscle car. Mm-hmm. Now they've said, well, the next one, we're going to do another one. Good. 909 horsepower runs on E85 only. Oh, good. So you can't have it here. You can't have it in most of Europe. Um, so you okay? I'll, I'll go through the countries I know you could have it in. Yeah, which Australia, is Australia, <laughs> America. Not too sure about Canada because I don't know if the thing with the eighty-five, as I've said before, is that um, the more ethanol you have, the more high, well, it's hydroscopic, so you mm-hmm. can get some water in the tank, which isn't an issue when you're in a warmer climate, but can be an issue in transport for for colder climates. However. Uh, I've got family in Sweden that I mentioned before and they have a Dodge Ram mm-hmm. and that is running all the time on an ethanol blend and that's gone down to what minus 25 and wow. been okay so um, take it for what you will but that's my jolly news if you're in the States or, or wanting to import a Dodge Challenger there's going to be a 909 horsepower version and I think before they finish production and I really hope they do this that they will say well we've got to hit four figures i just can see yeah, Dodge. Yeah. i mean bearing in mind they're selling this with a warranty this isn't a you know an aftermarket tuner going oh yeah, we've yeah. got 900 horsepower this is right there's your car here's your three-year warranty off you go <laughs> we'll see you back in six months yeah well <laughs> let's hope for the best it's just, <laughs> just brilliant i like the fact that there's companies that still exist like that and on the environmental side if you want to take that it's running on 85 percent ethanol which is yeah. renewable you know, I mean, that it, is very true. Obviously, it has its emissions, but it's coming off of plants that have been growing, and of course, we do need to eat plants, so you can't have everything running off ethanol. But true, not bad. Well, they say you should eat plants. They're what, not potatoes. All... Yeah, yeah. There you go. They say you don't eat many plants. Um, what do I eat? That's a plant. 
Yeah, it's a spiritual short podcast. Salad? <laughs> uh, oh, I had a chicken Caesar salad the other day. Did you? Yep. Did you have the Caesar dressing? Yeah. And the uh, croutons. All the stuff that would make it unhealthy. Yes, yeah, so you had all the bits and the cheese. Oh, you would never have the cheese. You wouldn't have the cheese, no. But yeah, the Caesar dressing, which is probably the worst of yeah, all yeah, the salad dressings. Yeah, just loads of calories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My partner You made probably it. should have had a KFC. Um, well, it didn't have the... What would it have had? It would have had all the calories. I don't know if it would have had the fat. Then again, I imagine the Caesar dressing would have had quite a bit of fat in it. Probably. But then Obviously, you didn't have the cheese. so. And also, it depends on how large of a salad versus how what you're... Like, if you're well, yeah, normal people would have a small bowl of salad. I imagine you had a tub. Yeah. Because that's what you were being fed. <laughs> but also, you've got to compare it off like your example of KFC. If you're someone that walks in and goes, oh, I'll have a couple of chicken wings and some fries. Well, that's one thing. But if you're us, then you go and have... I don't, know, I don't think I'd order as much anymore. No? No. I'm at that stage now where I've been going to the gym for a while and you start to see that ever so slight bit of That's good. progress. Yeah, that's great. And then you feel a little bit better. So yes. then you just instantly don't eat anything bad ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that lasts for four or five months. That is critical for a lot of people that, you know, do that's start. The, it's always been for me the tipping point. When you start to see a tiny bit of progress and you yeah. feel a bit better, then you have to make a decision of whether you keep eating biscuits and cakes and <laughs> biscuits having and cakes. takeaways and stuff, or you just have chicken and vegetables and have... As I now have, do you want my treat is every day? This has gone way off cars. Yeah, it has, yeah. So I will have healthy food all day. So okay. I'll have like bran flakes for breakfast. Yeah. I'll have a chicken salad wrap for lunch. Okay. And then for dinner, we'll have something and vegetables. And then the piece de resistance what, what it's of be. my day. Yeah. So at my eight o'clock cup of tea that I have every evening, yeah. I will have three Dark chocolate digestive biscuits. Oh, I quite uh, like the dark Living on yeah. the edge, yes. I tell you. <laughs> I quite like dark chocolate uh, digestives, actually. Uh, so. I find that if you eat them for long enough, you start to forget what like milk chocolate's like, and then you mm. don't crave it as much. No, that's a really good point. Because I think if I started eating... Right, we'll, we'll end on this and go back to cars in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but if I was eating milk, cho- milk chocolate digestives, yeah. I would probably have to eat... The pack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe I could stop at half a pack. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. But dark chocolate ones, you can have three or four, and then you think, oh, that's quite nice, and just exactly. carry on with your day. Have you ever, just quickly, so before we do stuff, <laughs> with the caramel digestives, <laughs> have you ever eaten not a whole packet? Um, um, hang on. What, what, they don't do it as a large packet, do they? they only do no, they only ever did the small one. They say it's smaller than like a normal size packet and they're about a pound, wouldn't they? But yeah. I know it's something we both used to buy when we were younger all the time. I think that I haven't... If I bought one today, yeah. I don't think I'd eat the whole packet. But I don't think that since I've been... Alive. And they've been in existence. <laughs> when, when I've been... Certainly when I was younger. Yeah. I, can, I mean, when we were younger, I don't think you went and bought a packet of biscuits. Well, the, was... the, the pack of caramel digestives was a snack. Yeah, exactly. It was like it walking food. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I probably have managed at some point, but I cannot re- recall when it was. That would be. I my think I might have answer. when my fiance was around, because oh, then you yeah. sort of get the eating shame. Yeah, okay. Where you're like, if I eat this whole packet, and then she'll look at me in a minute and go, "Are you eating that whole packet?" And then you just feel ashamed. Oh, see, I see. Like just, you want to die. <laughs> I, I just make up a story. I say to my wife, oh, "Well, you had half of them," and then she says, "I didn't." I'm like, "I saw you eat them." And we just yeah, carry on like that. Yeah. In denial. <laughs> just like, nope, I, I definitely saw you eat them and, and that's it. And she says, I definitely didn't. And that's the end of the conversation. Gosh, you must think your house is really badly haunted. Yeah. Well, so what, just for digestive biscuits? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your bit of news, Sam? So, I ha- again, as usual, I've not got much research into it, but I was having a conversation at work today. Oh, yeah. And obviously this will be 
what a week later this will come out than where we are now. Yes. So we're currently in the midst of a a UK heat wave. Uh, when this comes so out, the, at the moment, according to the forecast, the day that this podcast comes will out will be the hottest will day. Will be yes. the absolute peak. So of this that. will actually be very topical news. So today, <laughs> <laughs> you watch that they'll move it now a couple yeah. of days on, and it'll be raining as this so comes out. Apparently. They're getting the government have got and have got the local councils to ready. Now this will this will make you sit back in your seat to ready the grit lorries. What grit lorries have been put on standby Gritters for the next use... few days to go out and grit the roads. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> so it's older roads. Okay. That have a bitumen content. Oh, what in case they melt? Yeah. So the salt is to. Yeah, um, I. It's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, carry on. I'll come to me in a second. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to say I'm not sure that it's going to. I mean, I've I've seen actual news stories of this really happening when I was in Australia. Yeah. But the temperature was sort of somewhere in the outback on a freshly laid road. Yeah. Now the only thing I can think is that possibly they use a different mix that deals with. Yeah, well, I'm just if it's going to get because it's supposed to get to 39 degrees on Tuesday. So today, yeah. sorry. Um, that one exception. It's, it's the really old we... roads, and I don't know whether they'd necessarily use bitumen in Australia. Yeah, they do. I think they okay. do. Yeah, but yeah. There's just a little tidbit that I, I just, found. That that seems bizarre. So what they're doing it so that the stones then. So, the, sorry, the, I mean, the just so you know, then. guys, that is a hundred percent going to be part of the title of this podcast. I know, will because you'll put Sam Sam's quiz and grit lorries on standby. Or grit something. lorries on standby for heatwave, according to Sam. Yeah. <laughs> just or maybe it's going to snow. Who knows. Maybe that's what they've heard. Twenty nine or twenty nine degrees at ten AM. Yeah. Thirty nine degrees at four AM. Yeah. Minus two at three and then There we go, yeah. <laughs> do you know what it does I do find it slightly frustrating that people come out and say, Well, it's a heat wave of biblical proportions when and you know, it's all because of one reason or another. You think it's the middle of July in the UK. If it wasn't very hot for a couple of weeks in the middle of July in the that's UK, only recent then... though like for mm. for the temperatures we're getting now it's only in the last sort of 10 when i say recent i mean sort of like 10 years do you really think that in our school years we never well, once had a day that was I don't know, what we did once. But, but that's but all yeah. we're having at this do you know time? what the record temperature is for the uk uh, it's, it was in cambridge wasn't it i don't know where it was but do you know what the record temperature is 39.2 <laughs> uh, 38.5 that's not no that's what it's they said it was on the news the other day yeah, see, I don't, well, I mean, I don't, I don't question I'm, I'm, what you've yeah, heard. I, I mean, I just, it's only what I've heard. It's not necessarily factual. It just, I don't know. It was BBC News. There yeah. wasn't the sort of, you know, circus yeah. of ITV. <laughs> the circus. <laughs> well, that's our chances of ever having a TV show on <laughs> TV gone. But that's all right. We'll, we'll go for BBC. Uh, Channel 4. Channel 4, there we We're go. We're more of yeah. Channel 5 just after police interceptors on yes, Tuesday. There we go, yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, for me, maybe it's because, you know, when I lived in Cyprus, again, you would have consistent days that were very hot. And we've said over here there's a danger to life. Now, I understand yeah. the buildings get very warm here yeah. because they're not built for it. However, if other countries can manage... I mean, we're talking about Central European nations mm -hmm. will regularly have the mercury go towards 40 each year for a couple of weeks. France was 42 last week, I yeah, think. Yeah, in Paris. Yeah. So this isn't... you know, this I think it's more to do with people getting so hot that they'll pass out in their home. It's elderly people and vulnerable people they get so hot in their homes they might pass out and i would end like... up hurting themselves i think i think uh, yeah, with, no, with I no knowledge no, that's no. just my best guess and i think you're right i just i'd like to know when they talk about all these 
devastating warnings of keep yourself cool, which to me is hilarious that we've got people that go on news and go, oh, well, you know, we, well, there's a danger to life. We need to put this out there. Yeah. When it's a bit obvious, I would say. You know, when it's, well, it's that a bit warm today, isn't it? Yeah, it's, might try and keep a bit cool. <laughs> anyone in the UK knows that one of the things we are famous for is talking about the weather. So it's yeah. not like this is going to be by the by. Oh, it's past <laughs> people by. They've walked out their front door and just sunburned immediately. Yeah. This is this is making headlines <laughs> when, it, <laughs> when it gets really hot here. Now, of course, there is dangers, but there's lots of things that can be done to, you know, to cool down. I mean, you see animals at the zoo don't go. Oh, it's 39 today. Better walk around in the middle and go for a run. They just yeah. spend the whole day under a tree. But yet you still see people walking their dogs. Yeah, that's a bit odd to me. I mean, I get if you go out. I feel like it's well known now. Yeah, but I mean, I I can get it if someone gets up at, say, six o'clock. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. To give the dog a bit yeah. of exercise, let it get out. I understand that. But, but the people you see taking a husky out at two o'clock in the afternoon. Well, not even that. Just people that are walking dogs at two in the afternoon because it's the pa- it's the it's the floor oh, the burning oh, that's their feet. Really- that's a great point, Sam. Because their feet burn. Yeah. It's... I feel like that's well advertised now for anybody yeah. that uses social media, which is, what, 80% of this population. Again, it's the I sort think... of thing that does the rounds every summer. If I think back to uh, some of the hotter times when I've been in countries that, you know, yeah, generally I don't remember seeing too many dogs in the middle of the day. People just were a bit. Yeah, they, bur- they burn the pads on their feet, don't they? So. Yeah, and there's not really a lot you can. I was going to say, I mean, obviously you take them to the park, it's probably not so bad because it's the yeah, pavement. Yeah, you let get. them in the garden, they can run around in the, yeah. in the grass, I suppose. I mean, our, our cat doesn't go out in the day now. Oh, really? If he does, he'll go sit in the garden underneath the patio furniture or okay. underneath the car. So our automotive podcast this week is about cats and dogs and, and, food. and some hot weather. And, oh, bis- and some and biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> was that your bit of news? Uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. No, it is interesting. Whether it's actually true, I imagine I... maybe one... Maybe one local council has yes. said that. Someone's got hold of it and it's now all grip lorries will be yeah, out this know, afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will be one, won't it? It'll be While one the roads knows. steam. Yes. <laughs> this is the thing. Uh, it takes us on to my new, new story. And the thing that I'm very keen for people is that I was watching some videos this week of how people live in a place called Yakutia. Okay. It's in Russia. The right. coldest place on earth to live. So really? mi- minus 71. I thought that would have been like near the North Pole. It's the top north of Russia. It's well into the Arctic Circle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's I just far... didn't realise that Russia had like the the northernmost settlement, if you like. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, would the Canadian? No, I, I think because of the way Canada's set up, as you get, there's probably, I mean... There okay. might be a remote outpost, you're saying, but it's yeah. not like a... Well, this is a remote, I and mean, this is like less than a thousand people live in this town. Well, it's a village. It is. I mean, and people have lived there for generations and generations. Or and... Got, yeah. I guess villages before town, is it? Uh, uh yeah 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 settlement with yeah. this thing we're talking in british terms you know if you oh, go to my partner asked me something today what is a what is a hamlet oh that's a good one there you go uh listeners uh it's instagram for me it's facebook for sam could you tell us because oh, i gave is? her an answer but i don't know if i'm right mm, i would say it's a small settlement i just said it was a small collection of houses yeah because you have the hamlet of don't you so no it's not let's say being but i don't know what i didn't know what the thresholds for that was and i didn't want to google it i think because i like to try and work stuff out before Googling anything it. like this for me is the question of when is someone bald when they've got no hair left what so if they've got three hairs they're not bald well yeah that's fair so this is the classic thing isn't it when is someone bald is it a hundred hairs there's no definition when someone is bald we just no. get to a point where we like you don't have to have a completely smooth head for someone to say 
for some random person in a car driving past you just shut bold yes exactly <laughs> out yeah. the window um so th- this is where you know things like hamlets villages settlements towns cities you don't get many settlements in this country do you no because we we had settlements but then they've all become developed settlements yeah. is generally speaking a a group of people that have found somewhere and settled that area whereas i mean that certainly would have happened in the history but just countries yeah. old anyway back to russia sorry uh, I was really? going to say that they were they were showing how these people live in minus seventy one in the winter. Oh, that sounds absolutely blissful to me. Oh yeah, but it does. <laughs> Shorts and, and t-shirt. I imagine. What was incredible is they don't have you know someone who says uh, be very careful it's cold today, no. or someone yeah, who yeah. goes out and tells them um, danger to life. Now, it, these things are slightly obvious in those, but mm-hmm. dogs are outside in that weather because the dogs have been up there yeah, for a long yeah. time so they're obviously able to adjust you can't be outside for longer than say 10 or 15 minutes okay because what happens is your the fluid in your knees starts to suffer quite really? badly yeah so they it was interesting they showed how this kid again this is this kid they showed him walking to school leaves his house in what would be near darkness because of course in the winter yeah you've got barely any light it's a 10 to 12 minute walk to school okay and parents don't go with them they don't and the mother was saying, oh, yeah, it's very concerning for us when our children leave that they'll make it to school. Right. Now, in developed nations, that could be for all types of threats that we talk about. There, they're not yeah. thinking about any of that. They're just thinking, will they be okay for the walk? Right. Okay, because, yeah. of course, you could have your knees freeze up. The, your eyelashes immediately freeze. Really? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just incredible that if you leave humans to develop and to, to understand things, they generally get it. That's why we're still alive. Oh, yeah, we live in a health and safety nightmare nowadays. Yes. Don't we? And so it takes me on to the point I was going to make, which is that I think I messaged you about this. Wales oh, yeah. want to bring in... And I, want, I wondered where the crux of the podcast yes, is going to come yeah. in. <laughs> but it, just to me, I don't know. I, I think we, we all have to move as a society at, at some pace, and there'll always be some slower movers, and you have to adjust for them. However, we've got a 30-mile-an-hour limit, in the uk as like the standard if you don't know what speed limit you're in you're in a 30 yeah yeah uh, unless it's usually if posted. there's lampposts then there's all of, these yeah, different yeah. things around it and you know obviously if you're on a dual carriageway then it's 60 yeah. or, it's or 70 if you buy a school it's 20 there you go and wales want to make it so that 20 is the new limit oh good and they said it's to and the, the worrying thing for me is it's the same reason people will warn about heat will warn about cold weather they'll put it under the defense of we're trying to be safe yeah you can only be so safe like life has its risks yeah and i'm not saying that you know people should be able to drive around 100 miles an hour through a village no but cars have improved greatly since the 30 limit was introduced can you you imagine (laughs) that in the last 30 years how many advances have been like no one and i think we've i've talked about this in the previous podcast where i said there was a woman hit by a car when i was in australia Mm. the fortunate thing was you know, she was talking, uh, probably broken bones. Yeah. That's what we were talking. Uh, and she was, you know, she was okay. The difference would have been if she was hit by a car 30 years ago, the understanding of what crash, you know, people were thinking about what happens to the occupants during a crash. Yeah. There wasn't a pedestrian safety assessment mm-hmm. being done. NCAP, Euro NCAP, there are in Europe, they, they grade cars for safety. Yeah. Cars can score really low scores. Because a pedestrian safety isn't high enough. That could mean that they're so safe inside, you could hit them with a bulldozer. 
and the inside, you know, in, uh, occupants inside will be able to get out and be sort of still reading the newspaper. Yes, <laughs> but if it doesn't hit someone in the right way, then NCAP score just crashes to the floor. Yeah. So when you're talking about safety, I completely understand. The trouble is, what's the next thing? Oh, we're doing twenty. Let's do fifteen. Yeah. Let's do ten. Well, it's what they, it's what the, these people are aiming for is that there are no more cars. Yes, and it someone who was against it made a really good and it was a salient point she said uh people who think i should go everywhere she lives in a welsh village where this was trialed okay so people who think i should cycle everywhere should ask themselves how they would do the school run and then get to the office in say the half hour window that she has to do it in yeah on a push bike yeah that's fair and then she said and the worst part of where she is is when they put the 20 mile an hour limit in many people on uh, bicycles can go above 20 mm-hmm. because by bicycles just can especially yeah. road bikes they can get up to say 30 40 i think 40 yeah maybe a bit more than that but you know under pedal power alone because they're built to be speed you know with the skinny yeah. tires and everything they're overtaking cars now if you get hit by a bike that's not got pedestrian safety built into it that, no not you at know, all again a car's a bigger thing to hit you but there's been a development of safety and everything else. And yeah, I just, to me, I start to question when there's this constant dumbing down of if someone is looking, because they gave an, a great example, the stopping distance from 20, I think they gave it in meters. Mm-hmm. So I think it was six meters. Right. The stopping distance in, sorry, it was nine meters overall. Yeah. Six meters of actual braking, three meters of thinking. Right. Because okay. of course you have to process it and then do mm-hmm. something. It was something like, 18 or 23 meters for 30 okay but that's because they tripled the amount of distance you need to think about it uh, okay <laughs> so it's nine meters you're going to travel same decision process yeah so nine meters is about 20 uh, but uh, just shy of 30 feet that okay. you've traveled so you've seen someone walk into the road yeah you're aware this is a danger you're doing 30 and you're looking out the window you're mm-hmm. not on your phone you're looking out the window and it's taking you 30 feet of traveling to decide i should break i should stop yes (laughs) and then and where they get these figures from it really frustrates me because they're using the same braking distance that gives us a 70 mile an hour limit and it was set by a ford anglia in 1973 yeah do you again i hate to always bring it up but it's just one that everyone would have seen top gear did this years ago the braking distance yeah. yeah and it's it's embarrassing when you when you're using a figure that's 50 years old to prove a point and you're like, but you understand that your figures are way out. Yeah. Like way out. So that person could be at that limit and they'll just be looking at that car going, why is that car stopped half a mile away? Yes, exactly that. <laughs> and, and, and again, they'll wrap it up under safety. And the, the problem is whenever you argue against that, people say, oh, well, you're a terrible person because you think that people's lives should be at risk. It's like, no, if you are, will accept we live in a society with cars, with bikes, yeah. with any motion in it happening whatsoever, then you're putting risk into that society. Now, can we have different, um, I was going to say AI, but different technologies that will assist the driver if they need to? Mm-hmm. Yes. But the, from the safety figures for the UK, they came out, I think about five years ago, we got to the lowest ever road deaths we've ever had in oh, the okay. UK. And then since then, they've gone up. Right. And... To me, they, they thought of all different fantastic reasons to why they've gone up. You know, <laughs> uh, basically, it's everyone's fault. And they, yes. 
And they didn't say, well... Diesel drivers, I imagine. Yeah, so it was all people in diesels who were polluting the earth uh, <laughs> yeah. because they couldn't afford to change their car. Dragging along a polar bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to me, the, the thing that got me was that instead of saying, well, this is where our safety got to, what changed? Yeah. Or the advent of us putting giant screens and distractions in cars, the advent of us taking away a lot of patrols mm-hmm. on the road. Yeah, that's true. To fit, I mean, look, a speed camera is a speed camera. It's there to stop people doing excessive amounts of speed. Mm-hmm. And it obviously then hands out fines. And so it's a great, you know, you don't, it doesn't cost you much once you put it in place. And yeah. It churns out money. I mean, yeah. I, I remember driving on a road that went from Sydney to Canberra. Right. This was not a busy road. This was really not a busy road. This was, you know, on an average weekday, with me, a couple of trucks, a couple of other cars. And I still remember thinking, there's another green car. And they were all the Federal Highway Police. So they're right, able okay. to cross that border. Yeah. Because you're going out of New South Wales and mm-hmm. um, into the Australian Capital Territory. So they were just dotted along the highway. And I saw someone get pulled over. This... I, I'm sure that they have a great bit of fun, the police there, because the roar, I can't remember what the car was. It was a Ford, but I'm blanking on the um, exact one, but it had a big V8. Mm-hmm. And off they went and pulled this person over. And yes, yeah, you know, they'd been sat on the inside lane doing 60, so no chance the speed camera was going to get them. Yeah. Just on their phone. Right. Okay. So they were sat on the side of the, you know, in the, in the central division. And the second they saw that, waited for a gap, roared out, pulled them over. <laughs> and yet there was an average speed camera as you're going towards camera. And there was a couple of people in front. The person in front of me was definitely on their phone. <laughs> because you know when someone's just weaving? Yep. And it's three o'clock in the afternoon, so I don't think they were drunk. They might have been. Could, but yeah. <laughs> just weaving around, I thought, they're doing the same thing I am, which is they're going along a road that they've never been on in their life. Yeah. They are looking at where they're going on their phone. They have seen a sign that says this takes them to Canberra. But as you're going towards Canberra, you're basically in nowhere. Yeah. Until in the distance, you then suddenly see the edge of the city, or if it's darker, it's the lights. But at that point, you think, I'm sure that sign said this way was Canberra, but I may be going to the absolute end of nowhere. Yeah. And Australia is a big country. You take a wrong turn. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It could be 400 miles away (laughs) from anything. Um, So, yeah, it's just just one of those things for me. I, I. 20 mile an hour speed limit for a whole like outside of schools definitely um outside of areas where you may have slow moving people like a hospital yeah good idea definitely putting them all over the place and you know the people that were for it was sort of like well you know it's dangerous and you can save lives and it's like if people are doing 20 the amount of attention they're giving to the road is probably going to drop the worst oh, thing yeah, for me is nothing. They said, "Well, people are going so fast now. We need to slow them down." A criminal will be a criminal. Th- yeah, doesn't matter what the law matter. is. Yeah, well, people that are going to break the speed limit or break it. Whether people it's a who are going to do fifty yeah. in a thirty zone are going to do fifty in a twenty zone. Yeah, because they're not someone who's oh, they, they they weren't quite paying attention to the speed and they they went over. They didn't care what the thing yeah. is. They were going to do whatever they wanted. You're not going to stop those people. Just going to annoy the regular people. Yeah, all the law-abiding citizens are the ones that are going to have to do something, and you start to lose them. Yeah, they stop being on your side. Yeah, that's the worst thing I can think you can do for road safety. The reason we have a seventy limit is because 
as much as effort has been changed on it, there's sort of a general agreement that you have a 70 limit, people don't get generally caught doing 80. Mm -hmm. So you, that's your sort of limit of where you can go up to. Yeah. If they brought in a hard 80 limit and everyone doing 81 got pulled over, people would be like, oh, not sure I want that. Yeah, no. Because how easy is it? Yeah, you're over overtaking a lot. The amount of times I've overtaken someone who is just weaving around, not paying attention, and I'll be sat there like, I want to be as far away from you as possible. Yeah. So I'm going to accelerate, get away from you, and then I'll go back to mm -hmm. you know, um, cruising along. It, it, I think that's important. So, I, I don't know, just 20, I mean... If it was based off some brilliant research that had been done. <laughs> yeah, but when it's just village people and the like. That are, yeah. yeah, especially in Wales. If they said they were going to do it in central London, yeah, I'd kind of be like, mm, heavily populated area. It only ever goes 10 miles an hour. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> you're, you're always cru you know, just crawling in traffic. It's probably not going to affect that many people. This is Wales. This is where like, you've got a thousand people live in one village and they all need to get to x distance mm -hmm. and the person who was against it was saying it might all be all well and good for cardiff where you've got a high population and yeah. you know city streets but if you're in i'm not going to just guess a welsh yeah, yeah. i was going to think of one but a welsh abba abba okay Abergenavi? yeah why not I, I, uh, my old job was, but... what is it Abergavenny. that's it yeah we were put in a hotel there <laughs> when my old job i was just anyway um if you live there and you work in Swansea and you've got 40 miles or whatever to cover, mm -hmm. well, slowing you down when you get out of your village to 20, then letting you have to do the rest of your commute. You know, if you're, if you're doing the school run, no one doing a school run wants to go past the school at 50. No. I, I, would, I would at least I'd <laughs> hope not. If your children are going to a school, yeah. you don't want to. You know, you want to be as slow and safe. But when you're out in the sticks trying to get yourself to work and you get pulled over because you were doing 25 yeah and it's you. Like, mate i'm just trying to get to work <laughs> so again i i just really i don't like the argument of the criminals are, are doing this level of speed so we need to stop them it's like you know what you need to do then get law enforcement involved mm -hmm. telling law-abiding citizens to slow down like all you will do yeah. now is the person who was going to do 50 in that 30 zone will now be overtaking the person doing 20 so yeah. the closing speed has now increased and the chances they're actually looking further and further up the road at a cyclist who is trying to overtake the person doing 20. Yeah. I, it just, I don't know. People can, uh, by all means, you can um, send a message on Instagram for me. You can Facebook for Sam mm -hmm. and just let us know what you think. But I don't know. I just, I can just imagine us getting all the way back to the point. You remember in America where you had to have a flag held by a man in front of your car? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yes, you can have a car. Um, you need a person waving a flag so that everyone around you knows. <laughs> and there's a person with a horse, like, I can go faster than you. Yeah, <laughs> like, just galloping I'm not, I'm not sure we're moving forward here, you know. <laughs> um, that's the podcast, Sam. Oh, well, very good. Yeah. That was Nicely uh, structured. Yeah, thought I'd try and get something in there. Okay. Do you have any views on the 20 mile an hour before we end? Uh, nothing that's different to what you said. No, I thought, it, yeah, I thought it might be, but yeah. yeah. Just in case you had a, a slightly different take. No, no, I'm... The big, with you on that one. the big thing for me was um, don't use statistics and figures just to suit an argument. And the fact they used these braking distances and you look at it and you go, uh, that's not modern standards. Yeah. And also... It's just using facts and figures to suit, isn't it? Yeah. And to, to add in this colossal amount of thinking time, if I see someone step out into the street to chase a ball, 
yeah you stop i, I just <laughs> hit the brakes that the, my first thing is i, I, I want to be going as slow as possible as i get towards them mm-hmm. not oh well let me let me think about this oh, yeah no this isn't looking too good i should probably break soon that doesn't happen yeah. no it doesn't, <laughs> not no. unless you're a distracted driver yeah and yeah, the slower you go you know thank you for listening everyone um yeah i hope i hope the uh the quiz was enjoyable and if you've got a a uh, opinion on the 20 mile an hour limit or <laughs> anything else that, or, or digestive biscuits then let miles know <laughs> or, or let sam know <laughs> there's, there's always facebook with him um if you haven't yet go and check out the youtube channel it's the same uh, title of this which is the miles driven at the minute we're doing our buyer's guides i don't know there might be another one up from the golf gti after this one but we'll see but um, we've covered off bmw x5 range rover sport and full size and yeah the golf gti so uh, and there's a what do we have on there a couple of bits of old footage yeah, from yeah. our from our old studio setup yeah. so <laughs> if you want to see how cramped we used to be <laughs> then, <laughs> then check that out um thanks for listening everyone and we'll uh, we'll see you in the next podcast yeah